Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Memory Machine. Yeah, it's boy. A member of the Geekiverse Media Sphere, the Media Enterprise <laughs> of the Geekiverse, yeah. Grand Poobah Josiah D. Leroy. Yes. Um, this is... My name is Nathaniel Lockhart. Mm-hmm. I am uh, pretty much always your host. Yeah, and I'd say so. We're going to talk about things today, but across the way from me, I only have one guest today. His mm-hmm. name is. Seth Zielinski, Cap Americanski, how you doing today? Uh, we are here today because we have we have we have shared the experience the the prior two annual experiences of the uh, of the gathering that we're going to be talking about today. Yes, and uh, maybe maybe I'm getting ahead of myself here. Mm-hmm. Do, do we have something to, to get into before we get well, into well, we the do. topic of the day? We do. Uh, well, let's see, my outline says, okay, introduce yourself. The second one says, <laughs> the second one says, uh, week in geek history. Oh, so I was doing, okay. doing my All week right. in geek Forgive history. Forgive me for s- yes. strength. For jumping in. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, I, I did prepare this time. Um, <laughs> listeners, you may know that I only, I, I say I prepare about 50% of the time, usually. Uh, <laughs> it's usually 50%. Yeah, well, no, I, I would say you're 50% prepared 100% of the time. <laughs> <laughs> not like you. Not like you only yeah. prepare fifty percent of the time. It's that, yeah. It's to that extent, but all of the time. Ah, yes. Except yeah. for this time. Except for this time, you're which like, I did prepare. You're like seventy percent prepared. Um, what, one one thing I did look up, and I was like, oh man, it'd be cool to talk about this, but it's uh, it's not geeky, really. I mean, it kind of is, but uh, what's that? The Three Mile Island disaster happened on the very day that this podcast comes out. Well. <laughs> You say Three Mile Island, the first thing I think of is a geeky thing. It's the finale of X-Men Origins Wolverine. Oh, <laughs> that so that terrible, terrible movie that yeah. uh, the finale uh, with Wolverine and Liev Schreiber Sabretooth fighting a really obnoxiously uh, butchered adaptation of the Deadpool character fighting atop the, uh, the nuclear... Like- his mouth gets sewn shut or something. Yeah, yeah, and he's just That's like so he has weird. blades in his arms, and he has like combined powers from all the music. Yeah. Boy, man, I, I think the, the X Men films um, have um, some incredible high points, but that is absolutely the lowest point was that yeah. movie. But boy, did they turn it around in Logan? Yeah, which is one of the best superhero and, movies and, ever made, in my opinion. And Three Mile Island figures into that. It's yeah, because there's um, <laughs> that's where the facility is. I think where they're where yeah. they're keeping. If I'm remembering that right, I haven't seen the movie since it came out in 2009, which was nine years ago. Yeah, but yeah, I believe they rescue. They res- yeah, they rescue. There's there's a there's a facility there. You know, the uh, the Weapon X program, I believe, in Three Mile Island. And then after the finale, they Wolverine uh, cuts Deadpool's. La- he has laser vision. Deadpool in this mm-hmm. version, and he cuts his head off, and then his head spins around and goes down the big nuclear tower, and it like knocks it all down, and that's the reason for the actual disaster it wasn't a meltdown oh. or anything like that it was it was a fight with a with a butchered deadpool well, now we know. that's that's right it's and knowing is half the battle. yeah that's right <laughs> it happened because of wolverine yes and then uh, that's what that documentary x-men origins wolverine was based off that's right. anyway what is uh, the actual that wasn't even real well, well, no, is... well no i do want to say that there's another geeky thing that i remember of it and it's from the simpsons at the very what end of the of the episode king size homer where he gets really fat. Oh, at, at the very end, uh, Homer time. saves the day by falling into the puncture in that pipe. Right. Yeah. And he, he Mr. Burns pulls him out, or mm-hmm. not Mr. Burns, but somebody pulls him out, and they congratulate him by saying, 
Thank you, Homer Simpson. You turned a potential Chernobyl into a mere three-mile island. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the joke at the end of the show. That uh, That is the, um, yeah, where he becomes super plus size, right? That's right. That's one of, yeah, that's yeah. one of my favorites. And he's uh, denied a seat in the movie theater. They offer Even him a garbage bag of popcorn. He was a big, him. fat dynamo! <laughs> which is one of, my, one of mine and Emily's favorite quotes from <laughs> Simpsons. Big, oh, I love that episode so oh, much. But so anyway. Good. But no, the, the real one. Yeah. is I want to make sure I get the title of this right because sometimes the names of these run together for me. But this week, on it was March 21st in 1970, mm-hmm. the immortal classic that I've never seen, so I can't verify, uh-huh. Gamera versus Jiger comes out. Okay. Oh, for yeah. we had Pavlock here. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have not seen this one. I haven't seen a lot of the Gamera ones. Frankly, the monster looks similar to other monsters jiger jiger is jiger what it sounds like is it a jaguar tiger no no <laughs> he looks a lot like Did napoleon dynamite create this it looks a lot like the monster i mean if if for whatever reason you know your gamma monsters and i don't know why you would except you know if, mm-hmm. if you were me or pavlock or whatever yeah but um or james Rolfe. He, he looks a lot yeah he, <laughs> he looks a lot like baragon which looks a lot like zigra so they all look kind of together. They all have sort of non like the, the the names of Gamera monsters are are the worst. They're not, they're not good. Jiger, Jiger. When I saw that you Baragon. wrote that on the outline, I thought like, oh, did he did he misspell nope. J- Jaguar? Nope, nope. That's the that's the spelling. <laughs> it's Jiger. Uh, it's Jiger, and it's um, yeah. Gamera monster names are so nondescript. Yeah. Like when I say King Ghidorah or Rodan or Mothra, you know, mm. like the images conjure in your mind. Yeah. When I say Zigra, like, <laughs> you're just like, what is that? <laughs> Even Gauss, like, I know who Gauss is, but mm-hmm. I don't know why it should conjure anything to mind, you know? I don't know. I think but, Bobby Hill had a case of the Gauss one time. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. He went to the dance anyway. <laughs> what, what, a, what a legend. Um, <laughs> what a bloody legend. Yeah. Um, well, so. Fascinating. There you go. Yes, there you that's go. Some, that's some granular geeky history, but geeky yeah. history nonetheless. Yeah, it's a it's a latter day Gamera film. Mm-hmm. Honestly, you sh- I should watch that. You should check those out because they're really goofy, dumb fun. It's mm-hmm. Giant monsters. You know, would Pavlov think they were dumb fun, or would he take them serious? It was serious fun for Pavlov? Would he take offense to what know. he just said? I don't know. And he takes these I mean, pretty it's, seriously. It's Gamera, though. Like it's, it's <laughs> 70s Gamera. Like, <laughs> okay. it, if you do take those seriously, I, I don't know what to think of you. Like, I think he'd be. I, I, I mean, I mean well, put it this way: take the craft seriously. I take the craft seriously. Okay. I don't take the film itself seriously. I you know what I mean? I think so. Um, yeah. I, I appreciate the hard work that goes into suitmation stuff, but in any case, main so that's, topic for today. So there you go. The main topic. Well. Yeah. What what is the main topic? Main topic of today is the Midwest Gaming Classic. Yes, that's why I'm drinking this uh, bottle of Yangling, which is from an 18 pack that we bought at last year's Gaming yes, Classic. Yes, we did, that's and been... we brought it over. <laughs> that's right. So I'm, yep. I'm 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 breaking out the the. It's very yeasty, and it's it's, it's vintage. It's it's, it's it's yeah exactly. And uh, mm, 2017 vintage. <laughs> what is the uh, um. So I've been to the past two Midwest Gaming Classics with you mm-hmm. now, but you've been going for how, how much longer? Like, what's your personal this experience with is, it? This is, let's and see. And what is it? Also, we should okay, tell the yeah, audience. Okay, yeah, let's start with what is it. Uh, 
Mid the Midwest Gaming Classic is one of the premier retro gaming conventions in the United States. All right. I would say it ranks up there with your Portland Retro Gaming Expo, mm -hmm. California Extreme, mm -hmm. Free Play for Florida. It's 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 very high on that list. It's enormous. Mm -hmm. And it covers every little bit of retro gaming goodness that you could think of from the earliest days of the Magnavox Odyssey and mm. Pong, all the way up to, I guess PS3 is represented, but that's not really retro. I mean, to be honest, like I make... mean, modern game you yeah. can get PS4 yeah, and Switch stuff there. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, it, it's yeah, so you're it's right. really it, all of gaming. Even it though really it, is. there is a, a, a focus on a uh, more uh, more old school analog stuff, but uh, but, but there's yeah. a wide variety in between there. I mean, they really cover. Yeah. Like you can find for yourself a British ZX81 computer. Mm -hmm. You could also find a Japanese PC engine. Yeah. You could also find um, the Exidy Sorcerer computer. You can find Neo Geo stuff. You can find mechanical pinball machines up the wazoo. Yeah, arcade machine parts, or just the most common yeah. like Nintendo, Super Nintendo stuff that you'd be looking for. Right. It, yeah. It really is just a giant love fest. Yeah. Of, of, for this stuff, and it's a lot of fun. Let's see. My first Midwest Gaming Classic. You know, I, I suppose we should start by just saying our con history in general. Like what? Uh, yeah. If whatever video game convention. Have you been to any video game conventions before the Midwest? Not conference? really. I, I've mostly been to like comic and movie conventions. Okay. I used to go uh, every year with my brother to the Toronto, um, the, the what is it, the Hobby Star Fan Expo in uh, Toronto is like at, at the end of every summer. We went to that every year for like ten years or so. Um, uh, my first year, I had the honor of uh, fainting in line to see Warwick Davis. Oh man! And then uh, he, uh, <laughs> yeah, his wife uh, kind of looked after me. She she is also little, and they had a newborn there, and she looked after me. And she gave me some water, and uh, it was it was very nice, and it was very weird and surreal. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so th so that was the beginning of my con history. But then since then, uh, I'd gone to that one a lot. Uh, I'd gone to some some small local. Uh, kind of mostly comic oriented conventions in the Buffalo area. And, uh, more recently, uh, been actually involved behind the scenes a little bit with conventions since Geekiverse has been mm -hmm. more and more, uh, tied in with, the, uh, Dave and Adams who run nickel city con, which is uh, growing year by year. Yeah. It's yeah. been wonderful. I mean, we, we've it's done other, con the Geekiverse has done other cons in the year. We've done Buffalo comic con and, uh, soup Fest and eerie comic con, and we're trying to branch out and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, Nickel City Con is one we've been more and more heavily involved with. And, uh, you know, last year you and me got to hang out with uh, James Rolfe, Angry yes, Video did. Game Nerd, and uh, and some other people. And it was, it was a... He was a joy to oh, spend time with. He was... One, he was I, mm -hmm. I can't believe he was willing to hang out with us. Yeah, I know. He was, <laughs> he was, so, he was, he was very chill. Because we hosted his panel, but yeah. uh, but then he was... Yeah, we were like, oh, we're going out. Do you feel like coming out? And he, he surprisingly said yes. Yeah. Two nights in a row he went out to dinner with us. Yeah. Super cool. He's very genial. <laughs> He's very... Yeah. yeah. Um, Not at all like the character he portrays. No, he's very mild-mannered. No. Yeah, yes, he he's is. a dual identity that way. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, basically that's the gist of my con coverage and how it's evolved. Well, how about you? Well, I went to my first video game convention when I was 14, I believe. 13 or 14. It was mm -hmm. April 2001. Philly Classic. It was Philly Classic 3 yeah. in King of Prussia, Pennsylvania. And that was a huge one. I remember walking in as I was 14 years old, walking in and hearing 
Donkey Kong on the ColecoVision played at a very high volume <laughs> and just thinking, these are my people. This is my place. Like, <laughs> this is where I belong. And I stayed till the very end. I mean, there was it was open, I think, for almost 10 hours. Mm-hmm. There was not 10 hours worth of stuff there, but I demanded that we stay until <laughs> 8 o'clock. <laughs> I think because I knew that like, this is... Like this is the only place I'd been where I, like I, you know, I, where where I was felt truly with my people. Yeah, um, right. It and was a really new thing for you. Yeah. So I, I went to that in two thousand one. I went again the next year in two thousand two, when I when I was fifteen. There mm. are some pictures that you can find on the internet of fourteen year old me at that <laughs> con. Don't look them up. Um, well, yeah, sure. We won't do that. Yeah. Thanks for telling us exactly <laughs> what to look for. Um, <laughs> That's okay. You don't know the exact phrasing you need to, to conjure those images I'll on t- Google. I'll, I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll tweet at you. No, it's fine. Uh, yeah. It's cool. Don't worry about it. Fans of the show. <laughs> it's, it's totally fine. Um, but uh, so, so I went to those two. Mm-hmm. And then much later on, you know, we, we went to local Comic Cons. Yeah. Which, you know, uh, up until the Nicky's Nickel City Con, really, there wasn't, like, you know, the Buffalo Comic Con was mostly just a bunch of used comics vendors. You remember? Yeah. 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 Uh, but I did go to, um, there's one in Cleveland that still goes on. We, we went to one of them, the CCAG. Oh, right. Yeah. In Cleveland, which isn't yeah. as big. You mean nearly Drew as and, big as the Drew and the other Classic. Seth. Yes. Yeah. Which isn't nearly as big as the, the Midwest Gaming Classic that we're going to be talking no, about. No, it's cool, I though. Went to that because it was nearby. Yeah. Um, I remember uh, it was going on the same time as like the biggest day of the San Diego Comic-Con. So yeah. as we were like going out, then I would like go off to the side and like watch all these new trailers that oh, were yeah. breaking. Shows, was, okay, so here's new trailers. This it's is like, the new Kong Skull Island trailer. It's like, oh, here's it's, the first, League. it's like the first, <laughs> it's the first poster for Wonder Woman. Like, oh, maybe this yeah. movie will be good. Yeah. And it friggin' was. <laughs> and anyway. it was. Um, but, but, but yeah, but so, so, that, so was were, a, that was a good one. Mm-hmm. So there's the Cleveland Classic Gaming Expo, and I went to that a few times. Yeah, I would go with my, I would stay with my brother in Youngstown, okay. and then we would go together, and I meet up with my uncle Steve, who lives in Elyria. Uncle Steve, my uncle Steve, who got me into this nonsense to begin with. <laughs> I blame you. Love you. So we went to that a few times, and then I went to my very first Midwest Gaming Classic in 2013. Ah. It was. I, I saw. I remember you were exp- you were aspiring to go that year. You kept mentioning yeah. it. Like, well, that's the I, one thing I really want to do this year. Yep, I, yeah. I want to go to the Midwest Gaming Classic. <laughs> just cause I, I knew how big it was, and uh. at least it was bigger than the ones I'd been to. Mm-hmm. And I knew I could go up on a Saturday. Like I could convince because my my wife's family lives in Chicago. So right. I thought, okay, we can make a family trip out of it. So we're not going just for me or yes. whatever. So we could go to visit my wife's family in Chicago, and then on Saturday, I could take a trip up. Mm-hmm. Um, my brother was supposed to come with me. He couldn't at the last minute. I think work stuff came up, so I went with Katie's dad. <laughs> he, he joined me. <laughs> That's an interesting... Uh, yeah. Biker dude. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, he loves old video... He loves, like, old arcade games and pinball, so... He, yeah, true. He, 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 found a, he found a place for himself. For that, was it the Kiss pinball machine in his garage? He no, was... uh, Harley Davidson. Oh, Harley Davidson. Yeah, Harley oh, Davidson. Oh, how can I make that mistake? Yeah, right? <laughs> come on. Uh, he doesn't like Kiss. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, but but so so he, he was able to enjoy himself. Like, this wasn't yeah. just... Like here, I'm gonna stay here so this kid won't be sad by yeah. himself at a video game <laughs> convention. But yeah, he spent he, he he played a lot of pinball. But I mean, it was clear that he didn't he, he wasn't as as enthralled as I am mm-hmm. due to the fact that he hit the bar at about four o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> and stayed there until I was ready to go. Yeah. Um. 
just chatting with anybody who would sit next to him. You know, <laughs> well, it's just what he does. It's just what he does. You go to a bar, he just he'll meet fifteen new people. It's um, <laughs> kind of person he is. But so that that happened about two years in a well, no, I went two thousand thirteen. I couldn't go up on twenty fourteen because of work, and then I went up mm-hmm. again in twenty fifteen. Yes, and then. I think 2016, 2016 is the first year was the I first went one with you. You, went, you came with me. Because me and, and my wife Emily came mm-hmm. with you guys, and uh, me and Emily got our first tattoos out there in Chicago yep. from uh, your your sister-in-law's uh, guy, Wendell, out there. And mm-hmm. um, I got my Foxhound tattoo. My, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, and then we went for one day to the Midwest Gaming Classic, mm-hmm. which was a really good time, although... Uh, the the year after that for me was like you know we 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 decided to stay the whole weekend Mm -hmm. and uh i was really uh by the end of the weekend i was really surprised how much of a difference that made with the experience Mm -hmm. uh because you know get i know you and i have talked about this before but you know getting to uh you know because when we're there for one day i'm you know focusing more on like the vendor area and stuff Mm -hmm, like that mm -hmm. but you're there for the whole weekend and you can meander around and, you know, mm-hmm. browse around and stuff. And, but then you can look around at a lot of the smaller areas. You can take your time looking through the, the old, the, the console museum. Mm-hmm. You can, you know, there's so many arcade games and pinball machines to play. You can play something for a while. Then like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, look around, come back. It's just being able to soak up the entire experience really made a huge difference for me. And now it's, it's like one of the, the highlights of the year for me. Like oh, I'm yeah. really, really looking forward to going this year and to just, to bask in that again um yes. even though it's it will be a different location which is i've only, I've only been there for yeah one the two previous times i've already developed an affinity for the the brookfield sheridan yes because it, you know what that place looks like it, it just it helps to get you in the mindset of, of, of going into a time warp yes. of the late 70s early 80s that place is just like brown brick but it, yes. it looks like it. And the Toys R Us across the parking lot is yes. like a Toys R Us that the exterior of it doesn't look like it's ever been updated. Nope. It's still like one of the old brown yeah. Toys R Uses. Yeah. And uh, it really it just makes you feel like you're out of time for a weekend. Yeah. Uh, so in a sense, I'll, I'll miss a lot about the, the Brookfield Sheridan. But the, 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 the whole gig is growing. So now they're going into the full-blown convention center. And uh, mm-hmm. is it still in Brookfield? or It's in downtown Milwaukee. Oh, it's in Milwaukee. Right. Yep. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Downtown Milwaukee. Yeah, and we got it. We got a connecting hotel this time around. That's right. Oh man, going. Uh, yeah, th- thanks to you really facilitating yeah. all this. Yeah, I was just too excited. I, I couldn't like I, I couldn't not think about it. As soon as I saw the Facebook post, I said tickets are on sale. I was like, I gotta buy now. Yeah, I gotta buy now. I, I have to know that I'm going full weekend <laughs> VIP night. VIP night Friday. Night, I, I, the, the hotel room right in the, the the place. Yeah. So we can. So in case we run into that guy again. We can yeah. we can party with it for a bit. <laughs> oh man, I cannot wait. I don't know. I don't know when that guy mentioning that guy is mentioned in the outline, but yeah, uh, uh, I'm sure we'll get to that when we talk more about like the people we can meet. You yes, know, the kind of people we talk about there. Yeah, but where but, do you want to go? But but let's this? say so 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 what's I want to talk about what is really cool about this place, and I think probably the place to start would be the vendor area because that that's where I start. You know, the, the shopping you, is like a walk big thing first. for me. Yeah, that's where you walk the, into first. yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, and the Brookfield Sheraton, Sheridan, it used to be uh, the, there's a ballroom in the Brookfield Sheridan, Sheridan where they had all the arcade games for a few years. But before that, that was the vendor area, and there was no tent. Huh? And the console museum was the arcade. I see. And the console museum instead was in one of those 
adjoining conference rooms down the yeah, hall. Yeah, yeah, I can uh, see that. Yeah, and it just blew up. There was no way to contain it anymore. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, but the vendor hall has a lot of cool stuff, and, and you can yeah. find anything. Sometimes, I mean, a lot of people have said it's overpriced, which, you know, but you can bargain. <laughs> you could say, like, hey, if I yeah. buy these two things, will you give me a deal? I mean, and... yeah, compared to if you're, you know, buying just straight from someone dealing out online. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's no the kind of nature, nature of that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yep. And, uh, you know, with the case, if, you, if you're buying old, you know, collector's items especially, I, th- I think there's a you know, being able to look at something up close and see everything that's going on with that is important. Mm-hmm. So I, I value that. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, it's the, the vendor area besides obviously a lot of old video game stuff, but there's like collectibles, there's toys, there's oh, yeah. people who develop their own, co- you know, there's the guy who has like the, the custom chip tune set up. There's yes. the people who uh, there's yeah. shoot first cosplay who make custom lightsabers and Star yeah. Wars accessories. So it's, Which it just kind of really awesome. Like, it, yeah. Like, and I don't, I don't give it this, uh, shoot first. I, I don't say this about them as a dig. That they look home homemade. Yeah, which is how it should look for Star Wars. Because yeah. in Star Wars, I, I suppose canonically, in a lot of ways, they are homemade. Yeah, so it makes you, sense. They, they, uh, no, absolutely. They should look that way. They yeah, should they, have, they, should they have make a more their rustic own. look. You yeah, know? yeah. So it's absolutely. And they do that. They, they it uh, and that is not a dig. That is a high compliment that that they yeah. look, that they make no, them I, look that way. Yeah. Um, but it kind of, yeah, it's, it's very focused on gaming and, you know, older gaming, but it's, uh, yeah, really really tends to run the gamut of just broad geekdom stuff. So there's so much. You buy like little sprites. Uh, I mean, you can buy those, you can buy the, uh, people do artwork. Um, yeah. For a while, they don't, I don't think they, they, they banned this from their vendor area, but you could get like, uh, hacked games and, uh, reproduction carts and things like that. They, oh yeah, that was gone this past year. Yeah, wasn't it? yeah, because I yeah, got some kick, hacks. They, I got they kick those out. Yeah. I got a, a Super Nintendo Shadow Repro and uh, the a, a Castlevania hack that's God of God made God of War two yeah. uh, based. And uh, there's a lot of stuff I was thinking about. They oh I didn't know they were what, yeah, just they, for they, legal reasons. Yeah, because of the, the gray legality of it, they were just like yeah. Yeah, better not mess with you know. Oh, bummer. Well, not mess. I know because I was looking at so a copy of uh, GG Alest. Um, which is uh excuse me it was a um the hell night i know sorry uh it's a shooter for the master system that never came out here okay and i wanted to get that repro and i was thinking oh, 40 dollars. i don't know if i could spend that on a reproduction cart maybe next year yeah. and then lo and oh, behold it wasn't you there dumbass i know i missed out <laughs> oh it was awful and now you'll just have to download it on your raspberry pi oh like some kind of ha- like some kind of hacker like some yeah, kind of no. russian kind of, hacker some kind of degenerate yeah degenerate emulation some ellen degenerate <laughs> so my, i think that's what my dad used to call ellen in the, in the 90s ellen degenerate she came out as because gay. she was because, gay because some because my dad is very conservative and he has he's, some, he's over <laughs> 70 he's he's 80 isn't he yeah, he's, he's over 80. 80. He's over 80. Like, so it's just but, one of those things. It's like, oh. There you go. The ca- your age. That casual yeah. sexism and racism. But anyway, um, he's a great guy. Anyway, but uh, yeah, there's some, I don't uh, agree with it. Some of the least. Anyway. Um, but yeah, you can find all, all kinds of cool stuff like that there. I, I, I mean, what, what were some of your favorite finds digging through in the Midwest Gaming Classic? In the, uh, in the vendor area. Let me think. The past two years. Um, 
I mean, some some of the I, I got some cool PS One games last time. Uh, some some you know common stuff like the two Tenchu games, and also mm. um, Jackie Chan Stunt Master, which was a cool, mm. uh, you know, slightly more rare game that you don't really ever see in like normal. You know, like uh, we have a, a small retro chain here in, in Buffalo called Oogie Games, and it's it's the kind of thing you you don't see pop up very often, mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, I tend to, you know, lean towards, like, PlayStation-based stuff, and I'm going to be doing that even more heavily uh, uh, this year with the, the new series we'll have coming up. But, uh, yeah, I got, like, this cool old, uh, like, a, a drawer, this PlayStation-branded uh, drawer to keep a bunch of games. Oh, and, yeah, um, I saw I know, I Oh, that. and there was, um, cool. was it a Philo Barnhart? The guys? Yes, I got Final some. Got some uh, mm-hmm. You and me got drawings for our wives uh-huh. from him, which we'll talk about him more which when, was, we, when we yeah. come to the people. So that, that was really there. cool. And uh, I, I think I uh, yeah, I got some. I got some um, some Metal Gear Solid Revoltech figures. These like hyper articulated, stylized, mm-hmm. cool uh, figures. I, I, I pick up a lot of collectibles like that. So so uh, yeah. yeah th- oh, um, there's my uh, my make Konami great again hat. Yeah, which, uh, looks which, too much like a Trump hat for me to ever wear, yeah. but I have it. Which which people like came. I remember people came up to me we were at the bar and we were hanging out, and they're just like, "Dude, I saw you with that red hat," and I thought like, "Oh man, is he gonna get beat up?" But then I, but then I read, but then I read what was on the hat, and it's like, "Okay, cool." Yeah, yeah, yeah I gotta like disclaim yeah. whenever I wear it out. It's like it's yeah. not ever worth it's a wearing satire. It it's because, parody. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's not even a comment on. Uh, Trump or anything. It's a comment on Konami, solely on Konami. Uh, not making games anymore. Yeah. Like, except yeah. for like what, Metal Gear Survive? I don't know. I don't, I don't really, I, I'm not really up to date with that stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, they're in a, they're in a, yeah, a bit of a sorry state in, in far as how they're treating their licenses. They're either making things that uh, aren't really what the fan base wants or they're making nothing at all in the case of like Castlevania or yeah. Contra and all these, uh, these great Just, games. Uh, Hopefully they sell their licenses off to, the, I would love to see like a, uh, uh, PlayStation like buy the licenses. I don't think Konami would sell yeah. them because they don't care about them. It seems, yeah. but they still can make them money through yeah. like pachinko machines, which is like the you know is an actual thing. They they just use yeah. the licenses for gambling machines and stuff like that. But I would love to see a different company just buy the licenses so that somebody else can make a pachinko good machines game. is another thing you could find at the Midwest Gaming Classic. Speaking of which, they they, they do have those there. <laughs> yeah. um, but but in terms of things you could buy, yeah, I mean, well, it's stuff, cool stuff oh, you cool got. Stuff you, I mean, you've gotten so much. I let's see, I got a boxed copy of Jumpman yeah. for the Atari eight bit computers. I found a, I found a, a TRS eighty deluxe joystick mm-hmm. for my TRS eighty color computer, which yeah. is. Those are good joysticks. Mm. Um, gee whiz, I find so much stuff. I bought most of my Famicom games from. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you I, got I, Kid I Dracula. Built, last I got year. Kid Dracula. Yeah, yeah that yeah. game's great. Or Boku Dracula-kun, if you're gonna uh-huh. be a pedant about it. <laughs> uh, so I got that. I, I I picked up a lot of cool like old Famicom stuff. Yeah. Oh, uh, was Joy Mecha Fight from there? Did you ever play Joy Mecha Fight with me? Yes. Yeah. The, yeah. The it kind of like, has really interesting controls, and it's like yeah. the uh, yeah. It's it's like a it's a fighting game for the NES that doesn't suck. Yeah. It's, which it's is really weird. it's it's interesting though. It's it's very different. Yeah. Uh, yes, I did play that one with you. Yeah, Dromeka Fight is sweet. Yeah. And yeah, there's always somebody there with a lot of Famicom games that, that mm-hmm. you could buy. I think I got Gradius Two mm-hmm. doing that. 
Well, so, someone there, I met someone there who was really into Famicom collecting, and she was just like, you gotta get Salamander, you gotta find Salamander, because it has, like, this weird blue translucent was cartridge. That, was that the girl who does the pearl pixel art? No, that was uh, the uh, Splatterhouse champion. Oh, yes, yes, the, yes, the, yes, the, yes, the, yes. That was, that was the woman who uh, has the... Uh, the she world's did the high score. She, right. she did the Retronauts right. panel. That's right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she's like, you got to find that. I haven't found it yet. But, you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'm sure I'll find it eventually. Yeah. But so. And you can buy full, like, there, there are arcade and pinball machines there. Yeah. They're for sale, right? Yeah. So you could really make some well, high ticket purchases there. Oh, yeah. Well, well, that that would probably bring us to the arcade there that they have. If you want to talk about the arcade. Topically, you mean? Yeah, topically. In the, in the, you want to talk, you want to talk the about outline? the arcade? Yeah. yeah. The, the arcade is, yeah, a, hu- a huge uh, space on the uh, basement level. Um, I don't know where it'll be this year, but... Yeah. Uh, Who knows? Yeah, it's a huge amount of pinball machines and arcade games. Uh, stuff that, you know, we don't really have any real arcades in the Buffalo area. This isn't like Not Chicago, really. you know, they have like... We have um, David Buster's. In, <laughs> in, in Rochester, there is the Playhouse, which is a barcade. Yeah. Which, it's not very big. We don't but, have any barcades in Buffalo yet, unfortunately. Well, we do have it's Pocketeer Billiards, which has pinball. There's no video arcade. I see. There's no video games, but okay. they have a lot of pinball machines. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know I, that. I haven't been there yet. I really want to go. Oh, I've been okay. dying to go for forever. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, but yeah, besides the fact that they have a lot of your, you know, your... Um, a lot of your old Namco games and stuff like that, but you know, there's uh, I've never played the original uh, Tron arcade machine before, mm-hmm. an Arkanoid machine, Mister Do, and all this stuff. But Spy they, Hunter, this Spy, oh, they didn't have Spy Hunter. <gasps> I want to play Spy Spy Hunter in the arcade is like kind of the only way to play that game without it being too. Fr- it's still super hard to play in the arcade, but the control scheme is so sensitive and attuned to the arcade yeah. uh, control scheme that playing it any other way it, it does you just it just isn't quite the same. Uh, the, it doesn't dude, quite translate to home console. The, the, the look in your eyes when you're playing St- Spy Hunter is like I am James Bond. <laughs> I have to take down Spectre. I really got to focus in. Yeah. yeah. And uh but th- there are some some latter-day uh, arcade games that I did play Kind of in in some arcades uh, growing up, you know, I grew up, you know, more mid to late 90s. So Star Wars Trilogy Arcade is an arcade game yes. that I really love that that arcade did have. It's still, mm-hmm. I think, today one of the best Star Wars video games I've ever played. Um, you know, the, 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 you get the joystick to play the flight stuff. There's lightsaber fights and all this kind of so That's great. So it's a really wide gamut and uh, a lot of pinball machines, uh, the newer stuff that... Um, what is the uh the is it willing what, what is the the arcade? Oh, stern stern yeah and uh but they have some some older machines too and that's something mm-hmm. i'm never really exposed to so it's really fascinating again to play those yeah. old pinball games and everything like that so that's another that's yeah i would just be able to i'm looking forward to just being just moseying around down there for like hours just with you know oh, yeah. away time and arkanoid or something like it's that it's so easy to spend just hours down there. I, they, they, I remember last year actually, I got a blister on my ring finger from <laughs> pulling the plunger on the on the pinball machines. Yeah, I, I think just, I might. I yeah. just played so much pinball, I had blisters <laughs> on my fingers from it. On, <laughs> blisters Man, on, I, the, on ye fingers, mm. and there's a, they're all in free play, obviously. And um, it, it, it yeah. seems like there were like people on site to deal with any technical issues that came up. Oh right? yeah, well yeah. a lot of them, a lot of people just know that stuff is a hobby 
You know, yeah. they, they they just they've been taking care of these machines for they, decades. They sell the parts there, and they, so they just yeah. know. And you they, know, they, they, yeah. I, like I, I don't even know if, if a lot of them are professionals. They just they've worked with these machines for so long right. that they just know. Yeah. Um, and it, that's another fun thing too is to look around and see the machines that are being worked on because you can see people work on them real time and you can <laughs> see what makes these machines tick. Yeah. And for something like those old electromechanical ones from the '60s and '70s, mm-hmm. and you just look in there like, my God, <laughs> there is no computer, and you need this many logic relays, these bulky, <laughs> clicky logic relays to calculate score. It's it's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. I, I love seeing that. Our Aztec is my favorite pinball machine. I'm always very excited yeah. when that one shows up. Yeah, because uh, it, it's very fast paced, but it still has like all. Of the electromechanical machinery going on so you hear you know actual bells and yeah and the clicking of the score wheel and that kind of stuff yeah uh but they also have you know like like you said they have the new pinball uh stern yeah. had their brand new batman 66 pinball machine yeah which then... is so much fun <laughs> yeah. there's one in there's an arcade in uh there's a mall arcade in the mckinley mall there by is? by where andy lives yeah there's a little arcade. It isn't very big, but it has a row of pinball machines, and they have Batman 66. Wait, what? And and Ghostbusters. Wait, what in the McKinley Mall has a, an arcade? Where there's, is it? There's a little storefront that has an arcade. Oh, no, I know what you're talking about. Is that yeah. Hollywood, uh, what's it called? Like, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, um, it has a collectible store next door. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That, yeah. I remember that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember, yeah, back when I was a kid where, where McKinley Mall, you know, all the malls around here actually had full-blown arcades and everything. And uh, mm-hmm. the McKinley Mall one actually had the full six-player uh, X-Men arcade machine, which was very cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but in any event, arcade, yeah, that's yeah. another great yeah, – what, what else is there to, to see and do? That you want to touch well, on? Well, you do get to see. I don't know how they're going to do this when they move it to the larger convention center. Right. But in in the Brookfield, in the Brookfield location, you had the vendor tent, which was a large white tent in outside. the parking lot. In the parking yeah. lot, yeah. Uh, you had the arcade room, which was in a giant, which was in a big ballroom. Yeah. The the bigger ballroom, and then in the smaller yeah. ballroom was the console museum. Yeah. Museum. Which yeah, is just which is a that, fun walk. Which is like yeah, a ring around the whole room has uh, all these. You know, you had mm-hmm. um, the the Ralph Bayer. Um, yeah. The, the 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 brown box. The prototype. brown box. I was gonna mm-hmm. say black box. Brown box. Um, and then there's yeah, all the stuff rows and rows in the middle. All these home computers and uh, and but but then there's so many. You know, it being in like a hotel like that, there are just all these 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 hallways full of rooms with this random offshoot stuff. Yeah. And there'll be like. You know, like these brighter rooms of just like random parts or other kind of vendors, like people selling these custom quill pens and stuff. And then there's yeah. this darkened room with people dishing out beer and like having like Vectrexes set up. And yeah. Yeah. So it's, you, you yeah. never know what you're going to find. People who, like, I remember one time I was just talking to a guy who was with the guys, like, games and beer or something like that. I forget the Yeah, name. yeah, yeah. I forget the name of it, but I was just talking to him. I was like, hey, man, you, you want a beer? I'll just, I go, we got mm. a cooler right here. And you just, they'll mm. just give you beer. Like, you just yeah. come hang out and, and uh, play video games and hang out and, and, you know, drink a little bit. And it's, is that the place that had all the Trinitrons too, the Sony Trinitrons? Yes. Oh yeah, the 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 PVMs, the Sony the broadcast quality PVMs. Right, yeah. Yeah. Which are these oh hard to get gosh. like two TVs yeah, that people want to use for retro gaming. They right? are well they're they're beautiful. I was thinking I about would... actually actually I might have to uh, ask your advice at some time. I was considering getting um like a bigger tube TV to use for some retro uh Dude, that's a good idea. consoles uh, it... that I that I might be able to, you know, get something at the it was gaming. Yeah, you can. It, it'll be pricier. Than you would be like if you found something on the Facebook Marketplace, right? 
but they do have them. I mean, yeah. it's another thing you can get at the vendor area is a lot of... Uh, how much do uh, you think something like that might run? How big? Let's say 20 inches. $150, 200 mm-hmm. It's not terrible. Well, I mean, for market price, it's not. No. Yeah. I mean, but you could get lucky and find something like on Facebook Marketplace or yeah. Craigslist. Yeah. Uh, if you're... Well, I don't know what you're going to find around Buffalo, but you never know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Probably, uh, yeah. But anyway. I, I've been very unlucky with uh, high vintage high-end equipment around Buffalo. Like, I haven't found a lot of Laserdisc stuff. I haven't found a lot of... Um, I haven't found a lot of old computer stuff. It's been hard to find. I feel like find. there's a decent, uh, pretty decent gaming scene in Buffalo. I remember I used to work at uh, Game Craze in the Galleria Mall here, mm-hmm. and whenever all the, all the Canadians would come over the border and they would always be wowed at our little, you know, indie retro game store. Cause it did, yeah. Just because they don't really have anything like that in Toronto, I guess Which there's not much of a retro game scene. They have a pretty great comic book shop scene, places yeah. like Silver Snail and all these uh, yeah. cool shops in uh, Toronto. But yeah, I guess not a lot of retro, ga- at least as of That's a few sad. years ago, back when I worked yeah. at Game Craze. But sad, yeah, yeah. Got to go up north, uh, smuggle some games up there, and sell them for uh, three times what they're worth. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a pricier scene up there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but so you can. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, the the, the weird little rooms, the weird little offshoots, yeah. you know. Yeah. And and again, I don't know how they're going to do this in the new location, but you know, with so you had the vendor tent outside, and you had the two big ballrooms taken up, mm-hmm. and what that left, and there was still more to go. So what they would do was they would just gut hotel rooms and yeah. put stuff in them <laughs> and so you could find i remember the website nintendo age had a room with a bunch of NESs set up mm-hmm. some with brand new nintendo entertainment system games that you could play mm-hmm. one called armored armored something which is a real-time strategy game for your nintendo entertainment system that someone <laughs> just made yeah. and you could talk to the programmer he's right there and he'll show <laughs> you his design notes you know um, yeah, they, uh, um, yeah, I, I, I was, I was looking a little bit at just the features of the, uh, the, the, uh, the new place and it's mm-hmm. like a convention hall. So I imagine yeah. like the main, you know, like a Buffalo convention center and there'll probably be like a yeah. one huge main area that I would imagine would maybe be for the vendor uh-huh. area. And then there's like some conference room type, you know, areas that are, uh, will probably be, I, I'm, I'm just starting to picture where everything might be, but, yeah. uh. Yeah, I think, I think the Pie Factory see. guys are going to actually be in the vendor area this year. Are they really? Instead of the... insane, they've just been in a random corner. I know, past, right? <laughs> the past two years we've gone. Well, the first year was like was like they, they, I think they had a great spot for foot traffic for the first. For they the first, did, for yeah, 20, because they were on the first that. floor, right on this corner, right, right when you're going arcade. into like the pinball arcade area. Yeah, uh-huh. And then and then last year they're um, like off a stairway in the, the basement, and, so it's just, you yeah. never know where those guys are going to pop up. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. I think because I think they're supposed to have a dedicated podcast area, but Pie Factory got squeezed out. So, so oh, there's so, a dedicated podcast area. I think area. so. I think so. But, well, how the hell are you squeezing out Pie Factory? I Come know, on, now. they deserve. They should a have spot. a re- they should have a reserved spot. Those guys, as I far know, as I'm concerned, you be rolling out the red carpet for those guys. They have a soundboard. There's go- now. only going to be great. two two retronauts there. It's real boogers not. That's for <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's one of the sounds they put up. All right, like. They, which is funny. This is a quick aside about Pie Factory. Pie Factory. They just installed a soundboard, and it's the best soundboard I've ever heard. And <laughs> they have uh, the guy Ferg, who does a podcast called uh, the Atari Twenty Six Hundred Game by Game Podcast. Mm-hmm. 
he guests very occasionally on Pie Factory, and they just snipped out this little bit where he says, it's a real book or snot, that's for sure. <laughs> and they always apologize for playing it. Like, no, you should be playing it, like, one time every ten minutes. Like, that sound clip's amazing. Um, um, I, we got, I understand we got uh, mentioned on their most recent we did. podcast. Yeah, yeah. they said they're, they're looking, hoping to run into us. We again. are hoping to run Which to them. Which you will. Yeah, that's certainly, yeah. Guaranteed. Is it, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, so yeah, so pod, yeah, we all. I remember in terms of podcasters, we also uh, talked a little bit to the Watch Out for Fireballs guys last yes. year, and that, that um, was really fun. You check out, yeah, we got an interview with uh, those guys. Check out our YouTube channel if Please you do. so desire. And uh, yeah, well, you know, I, don't, I forget I, if they're really I, a podcaster. I, I I never listened to Watch Out for Fireballs before I met them, right? And yeah. I went back and listened. I was like, why? Why didn't I? <laughs> what was yeah, I doing? Yeah. And also they, yeah, and uh, they have a, it's such a, a small part of this huge network they have. Like the, uh, yeah. like the interview we posted, the uh, the guy, uh, is it Gary? Yeah, Gary Butterfield. Like, so it's like mm-hmm. on and on with all these different shows, uh, the Days of Future cast. And, yeah, right. Like, yeah. All these like, man, you guys really built this out. It's fantastic. Yeah, you guys, you guys really pump them out, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, seriously. All right, my, my favorite of theirs is one called Abject Suffering. Yeah. Which yeah. is all, which is just... Oh man, I I cannot wait to talk to them in person and tell them how much I loved their mighty Brahms Jack uh, joke, which is a <laughs> joke involving Johannes Brahms and mighty Bomb Jack. <laughs> it was it was I my jaw dropped when I heard that joke. I was like, I can't believe they did that. Um, yeah, we, we met. The, I guess we could segue then into the people that that. Uh, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, besides yeah. Yeah, there's those guys. Um, uh, uh, yeah, Retronauts. That was a big yeah. one for you because oh, you've been me, a fan of theirs for you. Jeremy Parrish and Bob Mackey. Years. Yeah, and and I love their stuff. Um, and I knew I knew of them. Bob is a lefty McLefterson like I am, so that's so you know. I, yeah, and, right, and I he's an old video game, so there's a there's, there's a lot to talk about there. It's very exciting. Thankfully, and no he's one much smarter than I am. So no one tried to debate him while we were there. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, what a saga! <laughs> Ongoing too. Yep, it's just a, yep. a series um, of subtweeting into into oblivion. Yeah, that's that's right. That, that, but, that dastardly snake man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if, you st- if you stop treading on him, we wouldn't be in this. Situation. Uh, no right. Would you he please asked you stop? Not to. He asked you not to. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, yeah. So that was a big one. We uh, uh, we saw them speak. You know, the previous year, but last year we actually got to. You know, they they did a meet and greet with the fans, and they yeah. actually hung out and everything. And uh, from what we understand, Jeremy Parrish was like dead tired, but he was still oh, up, yes. out there talking uh, to appar- people. Hanging apparently, out. after we had left, like he just he crashed. He <laughs> yeah. crashed real hard. And yeah. that's what he told me. But yeah. But yeah, you could just tell. Looked his eyes like. I doing this <laughs> yeah too old um, i've been too well dressed for too long of a day to be doing yeah, this at this hour which it was. It's that like, man. you are the best dressed person here <laughs> you know you got your sports jacket on and your, your i think your he, nice he, shirt is he have it posted on his uh his twitter or, or, or somewhere like uh like taking dapper back away from the alt-right or something <laughs> <laughs> that's great i love that yeah so but, but they'll uh, be there. They were very. They were. And they're, they were very nice to talk to. They were. They, yeah, they were people. very nice. Um, and they were. Uh, uh, they'll both be there again this mm-hmm. year, right? And they have the Spider House guys with them too. Yes. Um, yeah. I believe uh, uh, Caitlin mm-hmm. was the uh, the one, and, and it was a fella. The other one. Was he's, a, uh, he's a male. He was. He was. A, he was a, yes, he was, I know. Was, I follow him on Twitter. Was, I should a boy, remember. Boy guy there. It wasn't. Um, yeah. I want to say Kevin. We're just That's gonna right. we're just gonna say. I'm his, so sorry if you're listening. To we're gonna this. say his name is is Dave. Oy. I'm not very good with names. Uh, his name is Dave Oy. D- Dave Oy. Yeah. Um. 
But uh, maybe, maybe we'll run into him again too. It'd be nice to to, to, to see him again. Talk yeah, a little bit. and uh, he's, he's and... doing a, a series called Atari Archives right now on oh. YouTube, oh, okay. which is really cool. It's oh, an cool. Atari game by game thing, and it's well, that the... sounds a lot like the PlayStation series we're yeah. cooking up. Uh... Now is not the time for plugs, Nate. No, it's please, not. no, no, no. That's later. So through yeah, and through some of the meet and greets and everything yeah. uh, that the retronauts and other people put on, you know, we just met a lot of random people. I talk, you know, the one girl who I was just talking about. The uh, is is her name Jess? Uh, the girl Jazz. She, Jazz. Jazz. Okay. Um, she because uh, I had just gotten my foxhound tattoo um, the previous year, so um, yeah, that was brought up, and then she she wanted to come over and look at it, and we had a great conversation about Metal Gear Solid. So that was great. And yeah. It was just it was well, just well, you can just meet people and, like and that, you, know, you know, I mean that that night experience it was, that was just another thing just adding to my affinity for the the event it's just so open and and warm and it's just yeah, such a I mean, wonderful you community just, you just talk to anybody like i remember some one time like just hanging out playing pinball by myself and one guy's like hey you want to you <laughs> play you want to play a couple rounds i was like sure so we just, we just played a couple rounds next to each other and shook hands and had a nice yeah. little conversation and you know you could just there's just a lot of very friendly fun people there and mm-hmm. You know, like a, a lot of times these days, there's there's kind of, I mean, I, I hope it's fading, but there's a lot of toxicity sometimes around, quote, gamer culture. And, you know, I mean, with <sighs> hmm. Goober Grape, <laughs> if we put it that way. Um, Goober Grape, what are you talking about? Uh, uh, Gomer Gate. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, like, so there's that, you know, but there's none of that there. Like, there's no... No, I didn't s- sense none any of that, that at all. It was just very welcoming. It's it's just everybody's there to have fun. And there are people who who are just into all kinds of different things, but it just doesn't matter. Like, you just... You know, mm. I, I'm not particularly into, you know, the PlayStation era of video games, but... Mm. It fills my heart with joy to see people who are enjoying it, you know, like and, me, and it, it's a, yeah, like you, like it's just, it's, it's like, it's like watching a child have fun on the swing. You're just like, and like you, like, you are like, yeah, <laughs> you're, you're like picking through a bin for like five minutes trying to find just the right arcade joystick for you yeah. to solder onto a thing later on. Yeah, right. Yeah, not something I would do, but yeah, yeah. you do, and that's so cool. And there's a, there's a ton of people there who are yeah. in for that kind of a thing. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's just, there's just a lot wonderful of wonderful environment. Lot of fun. We did, uh, and sometimes you run into really drunk people, which is oh, fun too. Okay, yeah, very the, happy the, drunk uh, people. Yeah, so yeah, we we are. Uh, I think it was probably the last night there. Uh, we yeah, it was the same night we hung out with the restaurants and everyone. Uh, yeah, we're we're looking around down in the basement, and this 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 guy with like this curly Q mustache comes about our age comes up and just like wraps these strong arms around our necks and just like drags yeah. first I like I wasn't sure what was happening. Yeah, like, I, I, I remember looking at those biceps and just like, man, those are bigger than I thought they were. I want to get out of here. <laughs> but he's just he was a very aggressively jovial, extremely drunk person. Yes. Who uh who just was very yeah, he had like a, a soda, you know, like a like a soft drink cup that he like shows I was show you this thing I got a little or spiked it a little bit. It was like pure just ice yeah, vodka. Yeah, right. And, and uh but he was really not and we got yeah. we got a couple I I don't remember if I ever posted yeah. any of those pictures. We got a couple pictures. We got one picture of us yeah. like all just smiling together another picture of he said he wanted to flex. It. He wanted to flex his muscles for a picture. <laughs> so I took a picture of him flexing his his, his guns uh, and uh like, like yeah. the, okay, so imagine this guy. Imagine if Waluigi didn't look evil. Like <laughs> yeah. that was this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, uh, yeah, so that was – he just kind of went off. He spread his enchantment to us, and then he went off 
onto onto his merry, merry way, just, and Nate he, turns he was, to me. He he's like, that guy sprite. is that guy is drunk as shit. <laughs> yeah, that guy. <laughs> Oh boy, that guy! And we saw him coming and going of throughout, it, like the bar area. The, yeah, you know, just the, sort of uh, hazily. But I genuinely hope we see that guy again this year. <laughs> I just and I hope he's it. just as drunk. I, I, I just don't know how you get that drunk at something like this. Like, like, well, I'm not. I mean, I, people are. I mean, they, I mean, they got the bar. Around, the bar is like so... the centerpiece of the social area, and people are coming and going there all the time. Sure. Everyone's buying drinks from Jeremy Parrish and Bob Mackey. Oh yeah, and yeah, uh, I, which I, I, I that that was a joy to be able to say. <laughs> You want a you want a gin and tonic there, Jeremy? And I was able to buy it for him. Yeah, it was, yeah. Like, it was an honor. What did he want? He there was a specific mixed drink he wanted. It was like a Bombay. It was something some gin and tonic. Yeah, drink. yeah, yeah. Um, he had very specific uh, preferences yeah. for that. So yeah, sorry, I, I hope I don't sound like a creep, but I just remember so that was just very memorable because I listened to those guys for years. And yeah, finally, just people to talk to them and that they were just as nice and just as smart, you know, in person was just it was just really cool. It was, yeah. That's just a fun thing to be able to commiserate with people who share that passion mm-hmm. and whom you know share that passion as strongly as you do. And in the case of them, probably even more than I do. Because <laughs> uh, I don't make a living off of it like they do. <laughs> um, but, yeah, yeah so, it's just uh, it's a lot of fun. A lot, a lot of cool. I do think yeah. that might actually be my favorite part of the Midwest Gaming Classic is, honestly, is the people. Because you just get to meet and, and talk to so many people of, of, of different of different backgrounds of different interests mm-hmm. and you make new friends you, you follow new people on twitter you know um there's also uh there there's some other miscellaneous people some special guests you, you had your mr as we mentioned earlier philo barnhart now talk about oh, philo barnhart yes please 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 you, you want me to talk about him oh yeah you you would be able okay. to speak to this much yeah more. philo barnhart is there and he was mainly there his main video game connection there is he animated he, he was part of the don bluth studio when they animated the Laserdisc video arcade games, Dragon's Lair, and Space Ace. He worked on those too, mm-hmm. and did a little presentation about it, which is really cool to see. I, I got to they were, he was on before Watch Out for Fireballs, and I got to see him draw, you know, in, in person and and talk about working on those games for Don Bluth in the early '80s, which is really cool. But this guy has just been all over the animation map. He worked for Disney in the early 80s and the early 90s. Mm-hmm. He worked for Filmation, you know? <laughs> I mean, he didn't have to work for... He Luckily, he wasn't in the slums of Filmation's TV department. But yeah. He, you know, so he got to work on the, the feature films. Mm-hmm. He, he worked for those guys. He, you know, he worked for Don Bluth. He, um, he, it, it was really cool to watch. I just watched um, the 1983 Winnie the Pooh short... Uh, Winnie the Pooh in a Day for Eeyore. Mm-hmm. And on there, it's a list of assistant animators, and there's Philo Barnhart's name. And I'm able to point, <laughs> point at it to, to Teddy, to my three-year-old son, and be like, "That's I, I know that guy. That, <laughs> I, that, I, I met the guy that worked on... I met that guy who worked on this movie. You know? <laughs> and it's just really cool to be able to say that. that and mm-hmm. I think his dad also worked uh, for Disney. Back oh, really? Then, and has stories about, like, meeting uh, uh, Milt Call and... Yeah. And Ward Kimball, and, and you know the, the legendary, legendary mm. animators, mm. and and he's just more than happy to talk to you about it. Mm. More than happy. File Barnhart was a very sweet, uh, yes, very helpful, soft spoken, yeah, very soft spoken, very quiet man. But he was next to that guy who was like his hype man, yeah, he was right? Like, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and he was our hype man in the video. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we have a little clip of him going like Geekiverse something something for your mind it's or like, something. See it, watch it, taste it, smell it. Yeah, put it in your mind, put yeah. it in your brain hole. Yeah, something and the, like he's that. Just, this this guy's the exact opposite of Philo Barnhart. I think he man. had he, he did like a panel with Philo Barnhart or something. Yes, he did, and he yeah. was his hype man for that. <laughs> I think I think he's like Philo Barnhart's Tyler Durden. Yeah, right. <laughs> 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 what a comparison! <laughs> and uh, who else? Is there anyone else you want to mention? Oh well, Svengulli's there. I mean, I haven't met him there. He He's will, usually pretty. He was there busy. last year, was he? Yeah, he was. He was there last year. He's been there since I've been going. I don't remember. Wow, I didn't he, he judges the him. cosplay contest. Oh, yeah, he does the cosplay contest. Svengulli, what a man! Yeah, I uh, love uh, love seeing him on Saturdays and when I could get the antenna signal. Some of the. Uh, uh, cast from the original Mortal Kombat game, some of the motion capture oh, actors. Oh, yes. Please so tell us. We, uh, Please tell us. Yeah, so we had the guys who played Shang Tsung and Johnny Cage. Oh, let me see if I can remember their names. Is it uh, uh, Dan Piscina or Chris? I, I, I always I always mix up the name with uh, 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 Chris Messina, the guy who uh, who, who uh, is the doctor on uh, Mindy Project. But uh, it might be oh, Daniel Piscina, uh, and then re- re- real quick, yeah, uh, the the guy who with the uh, Splatterhouse High Score who yeah. does Atari Archives, mm-hmm. Kevin Bunch, Kevin, 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 what? Kevin Bunch, Kevin Bunch, yes, all right, uh, Ket Kevin. His content he, is bunches he, of fun. It really oh, is. Oh, that's so it's stupid. Good. He's probably heard that a million times. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, yeah. So yeah, we uh, yeah uh, Johnny Cage and uh, Shang Tsung guys, they were there hanging out for a while. They were hanging out and meet and greets with the fans uh, again afterward. So and uh, also the uh, actors from the original like uh, video captured actors from the original Mortal Kombat games for mm-hmm. Johnny Cage and Shang Tsung. Uh, that is Dan- Daniel Piscina and uh, Philip Ahn, respectively. They were there hanging out in one of the areas uh, for the mm-hmm. weekend. They were also doing a meet and greet with the fans and everything. You got invited to his party. They we got invited to some after party that we didn't end up going to, uh, but Bob Mackie did. Yeah, he told us about it. He's like, that was, it was weird, but it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think those guys might be there again this year too. So that would be cool. So yeah, that was uh, a lot of the people that I recall. There are probably even more guests, uh, esteemed yeah, guests like, there that uh, I'm not recalling at the like moment. Like Jeff but... Lee, the creator of Qbert, was there. Oh yeah, people who worked on. Oh, Rampage. Um, the one guy, uh, the one game developer who is uh, friends uh, of the Pie Factory show. Uh, was it Gene Colan? Yeah. Who does what? what? What is he known for? I don't remember. Anyway. Uh, but there's that. And there's also uh, Ben Heck is usually there. Yeah. You, you may know from you know his uh, electronics uh, hacking videos and things like that. Oh, okay. He, he's there usually bringing his projects along. And he's a, he's a very nice fellow. Got to tell him how much I liked his work. That was cool. And uh, yeah, nice. I mean, that's just... Uh, it's just a short list of people you can meet there. And there's even more people. I know Gary Kitchen, uh, who was a big Atari 2600 game programmer back in the day, mm-hmm. who programmed the 2600 version of Donkey Kong. He's going to be there. Yeah. Uh, David Crane David is going to be there. Yeah, that's really cool. David uh, Crane. Creator of Activision's Pitfall. Ghostbusters, Pitfall. He, he did was, yeah, uh, Boy I mean, in His Blob. Yeah. He's prolific. That's exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So he'll be there as well, and yeah, it's just the, the list goes on and on, and you can be called, meet all sorts of people. Yeah, shake their hands. It's gonna be great. Anyway, so with, with that having been said, yeah. uh, I think we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back, and then we'll talk about uh, the things we're excited about and what we find important about these cons in general, Sounds not just the Midwest Gaming Classic. Lovely. So, uh, yeah, we're going to take take a quick break, and we'll be uh, right back in a second. Matthew 
Wisconsin Dells, we've created the fun in a hundred different dimensions. So you can create your own special getaway. Just the way you want it. Follow me. Take off to some real excitement at Riverview Park in Wisconsin Dells. Scream around Wisconsin's tightest curves. Take on dozens of different rides and games. This week on Svengoolie, a slimy scientist Help! turns snakes against humans and turns humans into snakes. Half snake and half man. Don't miss Saturday night at 10, 9 central on MeTV. What's up, geeks? Just want to remind you of our fantastic YouTube channel. Next time you go to the Geekiverse on YouTube, be sure to subscribe. That way you don't have to search or hunt or find or look for anything that is our great content. Then it'll go right into your YouTube feed, and then boom, you know what's happening when it comes to the Geekiverse. Then share it with your friends. We want other people to join in. And tell us if you don't like it. We don't care. We're just having fun. We want you to have fun with us. Be sure to subscribe, share, favorite, like, thumbs up, thumbs down, up, down, left, right. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. So let's get to the show. Geekiverse YouTube. Do it. Nothing like a Texas-style barbecue. How about a Milwaukee-style beer? Someone mention Milwaukee. Whenever they mention the town of Milwaukee, you think of beer. And the one to count on is old Milwaukee beer. The great taste of old Milwaukee is something you can count on. We take the time to brew it right. That's why every old Milwaukee beer tastes as great as its name. Old Milwaukee. Everybody, we're back. We got uh, mm-hmm. yeah, beers, fresh beers. I got a goze myself. Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm, sour man. I'm rocking uh, the uh, Jenny Bach here. Oh. You are not a sour man, sir. I know oh. you. You're just a... Uh, I'm sweet and I'm, I'm sour at work because yeah, I, I don't want to be there. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all? Mondays, am I right? <laughs> um, Smart but, TV doesn't sound so smart to me. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of watch out for fireballs. <laughs> oh, I know. Yes. Holy cow. That smart ball. Water. <laughs> smart ball doesn't seem so smart to me. <laughs> it's just, it's just those, those jokes just like they're not told with like the intonation of a joke. So like it's the laugh always comes after is like, wait a minute. That was a joke. <laughs> yeah. Like because it because it just the um, they don't they don't they don't give it the normal like they're so sneaky those jokes are so sneaky it's like a wes anderson kind of a sneaky this kind of like weird yeah. humor that doesn't seem like yeah it's this kind of dumb humor but it, yeah it, yeah <laughs> it is and it's just told it's told with for people who are very intelligent so you just kind of accept it like no wait a minute <laughs> um, anyway so what do we got now we're gonna wrap up this so we're gonna wrap up we're gonna talk about uh about what uh what we're looking forward to this year Right. From the 2018 Midwest Gaming Classic. And we right. talked about it a little bit. So we're looking forward to a lot of the same things. Yeah. Meeting meeting a lot of the same people who are going to be there. Just the yeah. to, to, to meet them again. And Yeah. Taking some time on some arcade machines. Yeah. Browsing the vendor mm-hmm. area. All that stuff for sure. Is there anything you're on the lookout in the vendor area? Well, let me just tell you first off the bat. 
here. I'm a little worried and anxious about how this uh, this layout's going to be. This is very. Mm. It's going to be very unfamiliar and new and mm-hmm. s- and scary for me. I know. So I know the old place so well. Yeah, as I've, I've yeah, only two years, but already it's just I lo- I loved it there. But mm. there's a lot. Yeah, still a lot to look forward to. It'll be it'll be wonderful. I'm sure. I mean, they're expanding, so it'll be even more oh, sure. stuff than before. But yeah, there's a lot of specific, uh, I guess, items I'll be on the lookout for. Uh, more mainly PlayStation oriented stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's always something I have a have a disposition to 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 want to get. I was you know have the particular affinity and most nostalgia for the the PlayStation One Two kind of era of gaming since that was a mm-hmm. formative mm-hmm. one for me. But now there's actually more purpose behind it because we're actually uh, going to be developing a new series, a PlayStation retrospective series, which I don't think we've mentioned anywhere else before. It's mentioned here. Uh, no one cares anyway. And it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> they it's will gonna be, care. It's going to uh, be called PS. The power of positive thinking. <laughs> Do not underestimate the power of positive thinking or PlayStation is the yeah. actual so, Which is to say that you should look up the book, The Power of Positive Thinking, which you should not. It's, um, <laughs> is it pop uh, psychology it's yeah it's uh it's what trump loves it's uh ah. <laughs> yeah so not that say no but, more but so yeah, the surface level take the surface level advice to that okay anyway yeah go ahead uh but yeah we'll yeah this playstation retrospective series called ps trex and we'll be uh kicking that off real soon it's in uh pre-production at the moment in the first episode and I'll be kind of looking for, you know, we're going to start off talking about a little more under the radar games, things that you probably have heard of but haven't heard covered ad nauseum. Stuff like maybe your uh, your medievals, your uh, your wild nines, uh, stuff like that. Your, the and, Jackie uh, Chan stunt thing that you mentioned Jackie earlier. Jackie Chan Stuntmaster, which yeah. I got at last year's Midwest Gaming Classic and I've been mm-hmm. meaning to really dig into. You know, like 40 Winks, Blasto. Like, oh, you oh, probably heard winks. of... Oh, Exactly. Wow, that like, conjures images immediately. Weird. Yeah, so kind of yeah. like, you know, some some interesting things, some really good things, some not-so-good things. Like, I'd love to do an episode on the Fantastic Four PS1 game, which is really... There is it's, one? It's, yeah. It's uh, it's like a side-scrolling thing. It's really obtuse. It's, it's quite uh, bad, from what I remember. Uh. But it's fascinating. So, uh, but anyway, we'll uh, we'll have that going very soon. But that'll be something I can, you know, want to shop for that to shop for things to talk about. You know, besides episodes about games, we'll be doing episodes about, uh, uh, you know, like peripherals and kind of oddities mm. of you know just in general, just res- retrospective of the PlayStation One era. So uh, we'll be looking for stuff like that. As well as like just PlayStation branded stuff, set design type are, stuff. Are you, know? you going to talk about watching movies on your PS One? You can do that. You can do that, but only on the video CD format. Oh, video yes. CDs. Yes. Okay, so yeah, to, yeah. It's videos, and I think only some of them can do it, or something like that. I know it's been a long time since I yeah, researched that. Yeah, I don't. But I remember being fascinated by the notion in like the early two thousands before, like right before we had a DVD player, you know. Mm-hmm. Or before it, before it was affordable for me to have a DVD player in my room. Yeah, I thought, how cool would it be if I if I made VCDs from like stuff at the library? Like I took it home. Yeah, as far and as then, I then know, if I got a PS One, I could watch those movies in my room. <laughs> as far you as know. I know, VCDs aren't for real movies; they're for just like bootleg weird stuff. Well, I mean, <laughs> it, I mean it's a legit format in like Singapore and yeah. in China and things like that. It was a legit 
format that you could buy the legal, like not mm-hmm. bootleg. Like you know, you could buy the, the real deal. Yeah, um, but, but that's for another. I, yeah, to- I'm, another I'm not sure that that's the North American PS One, but there are a lot of different, you know, kind of offshoot versions of the PS One. There's mm-hmm. the Netyerosi which is like a development kit for people mm-hmm, to develop their mm-hmm. own PS1 games, which is, is something they put forth at the time. But, uh, yeah, so, like, stuff to talk about on the show, stuff to, you know, fill up, you know, design the set with, PlayStation branded stuff. Yeah, that would be cool. So PlayStation will like be that. a big driving thing, even more so than it is than usual for me. But also, yeah. um, there are, like, some some older consoles I've never uh, picked up that I'd be interested in, like uh, maybe a Dreamcast or a Saturn. Oh. Be, you know, games like uh, Nights, Saturn in, would be neat. Nights into Dreams and, like, Shenmue, Space Channel 5, stuff like that. A lot and of stuff. Bug. I mean, and Bug. <laughs> and <laughs> we mentioned earlier about, uh, you know, getting like a CRT TV might be something interesting yeah. to me for old games. and uh, Especially if you can find a PVM for a decent price. Yeah. Those things are huge. Like, they like, are ungodly cumbersome. Yeah. But the picture is just, mwah. Nice. Beautiful. And, uh, yeah, and some, and some random stuff here and there, like... Uh, you know, boxed Atari games would be cool. I would yeah. love to find a copy of Hero, which is a, a game I remember having, you know, the acronym Hero. Yeah. I, I remember having that one around when I was a kid. We don't have it anymore, and I understand it's a bit more of a valuable game now. It's a bit more, although I don't see why you should have to pay more than 20 to $30 for it. Yeah. Which is a lot for an Atari game, but in the grand scheme of retro gaming, collecting, I mean, if that's one of the rare games, 20 to $30 isn't so bad. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a really cool game, too, from what yeah, I can is. tell. it's great. I love that game. So, yeah, stuff like that. I mean, it'll always be, you know, collectibles and kind of different, t- you know, toys and merchandise. Yeah. Stuff like that. But that's some specific stuff I'll be looking for. How about you? I know yeah, there's a wide variety of things that strike your fancy, but yeah, is there anything you're I, hunting I always, for? I always just look out for, you know, I would love to be able to dig up some Tandy color computer stuff. Yeah. Which was... And it's like a it was a B tier computer of the early eighties, mm-hmm. um, and created by be, Jessica Tandy. Right? No, uh, created by Radio Shack. Pro- prove and, me wrong. Okay, prove me wrong. I'll de- debate, debate you now. Me. Debate you now. <laughs> um, but uh, I would like to find some stuff for that, like some old cartridges. Are there or some specific games that would be good to find for the Tandy uh, color computer? Dungeons of Daggerath would be cool. Which is sort of a first-person dungeon, dungeon crawler. Yeah, and your health is indicated by the heartbeat sound. Oh, cool! Uh, so the 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 closer you are to death, the faster your heart beats. That's cool. Um, so there's that. Uh, a that's a, that's a little progressive. That's like yeah. It's there, there there are some game you know really games modern games that kind of did something like that, incorporating your health status or your item mm-hmm. inventory status into the visual scheme, you know, like a yeah. dead space comes to mind where it's like the, 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 it's a, you know, over the shoulder third person shooter where the, uh, the, the me- this meter on the back of your character's uh, mm-hmm. like backpack indicates like how, how high their health is and stuff like huh. that. So it's a, Interesting. For, for, for that era, it's, it sounds to me like an awfully progressive idea. Oh, yeah. actually, so that's cool. His vectorish graphics. Yeah, I love you know, vector graphics. Lines. Oh yeah. Oh man. I um, like it. I would like to find some stuff. I have a, uh, over the summer, a previous guest and my brother-in-law, Drew Burke, mm-hmm. called me up and said, I'm at an estate sale. Someone is selling three TI-99 computers and a bunch of gizmos and cartridges for it. Uh, do you want it if I can get it for a good price? And I said, sure. What are you, you going to get it? What are you going to get for it? And he's like, I'm thinking uh, I could get it for 30 bucks. And I was like, 
all right, <laughs> twist my arm. So he came in with this big Tupperware thing full of TI-99 mm-hmm. computer stuff. And I have three of them. Two of them work. <laughs> one of them doesn't. Okay. Um, so I've been kind of digging into that a little bit too, along with the Tandy Color computer, checking out, you know, cassette games and mm-hmm. uh, that that whole scene, the, the retro scene for the for the TI-99 is very small but very vibrant. Hmm. And it would be fun to dig up some stuff, the cartridges. Cartridges tend to be cheap when they're sold by retro game dealers generally because they so few people actually want it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that you can usually have that and the color computer stuff usually pretty cheaply. Yeah, so, the, the, the harder to come by stuff, but not particularly in demand. Right, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's harder to find, but it's not really in demand, so you're not really paying that much gotcha. for it. Um, so that would be fun to, to see just to explore. You know, I would just like to buy creative stuff i i would mm-hmm. like to maybe find a poster print or maybe one of those little perler things you know so oh yeah decorative decorative lines. items yeah, decorative oh yeah stuff. i got Cause, um cause frankly like i don't know sometimes i look at all the stuff i have like you know i think i got all the stuff i want it's like <laughs> how many autographed pictures of paul williams on the wall do you <laughs> right, need right right <laughs> how many uh, captain one. america posters one, do you it need? turns out not enough yeah um, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the, yeah. Uh, I got actually last year the um, the uh, uh, marquee vignette with the arcade uh, oh, thing Tron. for Tron. Yeah, the which marquee. is probably the like a, that's probably like a reproduction newer. That's probably not I think like an, that's real. Really? Yeah, think I so? think that's real. It's very cool. Um, yeah. I yeah, it's got the Encom uh, logo on it and everything. They have company from the movie. It's uh, yeah, yeah th- that was really cool. I went yeah, even more more just uh, is Marquee the proper term? Marquee is the term. Mar- Marquee, mm-hmm. uh, get more stuff like that would be cool. But yeah, like decor. That that's actually yeah. another thing I'd like to look out for. Yeah, mm-hmm. even outside of uh, places. Yeah, because it's just uh, I mean at a certain point I kind of feel like I got all the, the cool game stuff I could ever want. Yeah, like, what I what I really want to do is support creativity within within the hobby and like, like if yeah. i could find a cool homebrew game you know that someone had just made well for, apparently you won't the, yes well i they, will this time what are they allowing it again what's that yes yeah, so they weren't allowing the cartridge no hacks no and uh, the, the hacks no but like the homebrews games like like the ones oh. that people make from scratch oh i those see. can be sold oh i got no you. problem oh. so i i think i'm gonna have to to just buckle down and buy some of that stuff yeah or like you know t-shirts or whatever mm-hmm. i mean frankly you know what i mean i kind of want to spend my half my money just buying drinks for people <laughs> you know what i mean yeah like, just because that that atmosphere is so i friendly. do hope that there and i be... want to contribute to that i want to contribute to that fun that fun friendly <laughs> genial atmosphere i do hope that there will be a yeah there's because there is a bar just right in the center of every of everything at the brookfield sheridan so hopefully that'll be the case yeah uh, with this new setup if not you know, at at there maybe one of the hotels or something will have. It a is downtown, bar. so it's probably a lot. Going oh on. Yeah. yeah, oh for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. There's plenty of bars around. I mean, it's Wisconsin for God's sakes. So <laughs> Milwaukee and Wisconsin. If there's not bars in Milwaukee, I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> there should be beer everywhere. Um, uh, what's it? Uh, Shlemiel Schlemazel, Haas and Pfeffer Incorporated. Yep, we're gonna that. make it. <laughs> I know. You, you, don't you know what I'm quoting? I know. No, <laughs> I know. Da, 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 we're gonna do it. I'm gonna. When you say Shlemiel Shlemazel, I think of Parks and Rec. House and Feff Incorporated. Yeah. Okay. Now that uh, it's uh, Laferne and Shirley. Oh, okay. I'm I totally putting it, putting that theme song somewhere in here. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Forget that. I'm gonna close out with that because okay. uh, that's like the perfect thing for us going to Milwaukee. <laughs> 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 we're gonna do it. <laughs> 
So yeah. those are the things I'm looking forward to. Um, yeah. And honestly, talking about it right now makes it so that I really can't wait. Like it's it's not it's not even a full month away, but we've got. I can't uh, stand it. I gotta go. We've got, I want to go now. Three, three weeks or so, man. It's not uh, that long. I know. I'm I really excited. can't wait. I've been bugging my wife so much <laughs> about this. My previous guest and my wife, Katie. Uh, <laughs> I will tell her about this. Just feel like Katie. Midwest Gaming Classic is in three months. Katie, the Midwest Gaming Classic is in two months. <laughs> and just, just like, would you please, please? I, I know I'm so happy for it, but just, I, I can't, I can't help you with this. <laughs> um, so, but, but she's the outlet. I mean, she's the receipt. She's receiving she the, brunt, that, I mean, the she, brunt of your unexpressed enthusiasm. She's around. She has to be. <laughs> you know, you're, either you're her not, or Teddy. You don't live here, so I can't mm. like gush to you about it all the time. <laughs> Unless I called you like a teenager. You do, actually, sometimes. Yeah, so you like, text me hey, and call me. Hey, like, did you know? Did you know? It's coming up. It's coming soon. Did you know? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, those are the things we're looking forward yeah. to. And I just kind of want to wrap up, too, just talking about, you know, why these cons are important and, and what they mean to us, especially those of us who are kind of into more niche things. Mm. Like, I guess retro gaming isn't niche anymore. Or maybe it wasn't to begin with. We just realized, we all realized that we loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I mean, even though geek seems to cover a wide, a wider swath than it feels like it used to, it probably covered the same amount of people, but mm-hmm. you know, like as you go on, cause uh, geek, geek, you say geek culture, it, yeah, it's video games, it's movies, it's like right. popular it comes stuff. Wise, I mean, mainstream frame, stuff. I mean, really by the way you talk about it, I mean, everybody's kind of a geek. If you think about it like that way. Yeah. You know, everyone's uh, geeky about something, but there's still something very special that makes you feel at home when you come to something like this mm. that, that makes you feel like i mean you know when i come in like when i was 14 when i came in and i heard that ColecoVision blaring donkey kong i knew i was in the right place i knew i was in with people who knew what i was talking about who knew my passion and felt that passion instead of you know my parents who would just be like that's nice and just sort of <laughs> look at me quizzically as i talked to them about how much i love video games that were made before i was born yeah you know these people who totally understood it and felt it as well. And, and there's a camaraderie in that. And I think that yes. goes for things like Comic-Cons as well. When you go there yeah, and, you know, you could talk to somebody about the shadow, mm-hmm. you know, at, for an extended length of time. Yeah. Uh, when you could talk to somebody about, you know, I don't know, Kenner Star Wars toys or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You know, I, for sure. th- there's something very special about that. And I hope that wherever you're listening this, that there's something like that close by to where you live. I really would encourage you to get to a con and just revel in it. Be with your people. You know? I mean, whether that's video games, whether that's uh, old movies. I know there's um, there, there's one very close to here, Cinecon. Uh, there's, there's a cinema convention. That? And, uh, there's one in Syracuse. Uh, Cinevent is the one in Columbus, I think, but it's old classic movie stuff. Mm. But yeah, whatever that passion is. If you're into knitting, hi, Mary. If you're into <laughs> knitting, you know, maybe there's like a con out there for you too, and just, just so you can be there and, and really be able to connect with people who share that passion and really, I don't know, I, I encourage you to seek that stuff out. Maybe you're into YA. Hi, honey. Yeah, right. Maybe you're into that. <laughs> uh, which, speaking of which, Emily, I'm going to get you on a podcast one of these days. You and Trey Whittish and somebody else from the Geek Person. Amanda, maybe? Yeah, yeah. I think that was her. Who are, you was talking, are we talking about YA? We're talking about YA. Why, 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 just just got to get a... <laughs> hey. You got to get a... 
we, we gotta get a we gotta get a podcast all them just talking about young adult literature because like <laughs> Emily is a is a dang expert on that stuff. She like, certainly is. She lives and, and um, breathes that stuff. Yeah, and uh, you know, in in terms of the 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 reading of it and the writing of it, uh, mm-hmm. I know you know that's uh, certainly mm-hmm. something that Emily has an interest in, and her sister is. You know, do, has, has done writing as well. So, uh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, find but, your people, man. But, well, yeah, well said. Uh, I don't have too much to add to that. I mean, just things like this, besides it being uh, a meeting point for, you know, people of, you know, specific interests to kind of celebrate, to feel at home, to feel mm-hmm. like, like they belong. You know, it's probably... with certain people and certain interests, depending on what kind of environment you're in, you, you might maybe don't feel that even with the internet, uh, mm-hmm. you know, there's, yeah. there's, you know, feeling, you know, belonging and to feel like part of a community is, uh, can still be a difficult thing. So, um, it's, you know, the Midwest gaming classic serves a wide variety of very specific interests and there's a, you know, a space for everybody at a place like that. But there's so many events. Okay. There's tabletop um, gaming at the Midwest gaming. Oh, there's a huge too. tabletop gaming. Area. Yeah, of course. Yeah. We're taking you there, man. Yes. We're, yeah. we're going to rope you into this. Yeah. Also, uh, this is just, this is probably just, you know, me and, me and Seth talk about this. Uh, Andy says he's going to try his damnedest to come with us. Oh yeah. Next that'd year. be great. I, Drew yeah. out there. Yo, Drew, Drew, Drew would gosh, be, could you imagine Drew belongs out Drew there in that place? Drew is like the young version of that guy who was next to Philo Barnhart. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with a little bit more tact. Yeah. <laughs> um, I lo- yeah. Um, so yeah. I, and, and that's, and you touched on so much of the, the importance of, uh, of, you know, going, you know, going to events like these, uh, and, and, and besides, for people who are already steeped in stuff like that, it's a great thing for exposure for these new things. I yeah. went into the Midwest Gaming so Classic, cool stuff. being being you know a fan of so many so many things already, but also being exposed to so many new things and you know the, the pinball stuff and the arcade stuff uh, and a lot of the the specific old school uh, gaming stuff that I hadn't known as much about or paid as much attention to. Mm-hmm. It's a great way to expose people to new and exciting things that uh, you know maybe they'll. They'll kind of be, you know, think it's cool and whatever, or maybe it'll become like a new passion for them. So uh, it's, yeah, it's so much about, you know, pulling people in who who want to share the enthusiasm and just spreading it to new people. And uh, and in the case of Midwest Gaming Classic, it seems to be uh, working on all fronts because it's uh, been growing exponentially in the past few years. Mm-hmm. And we uh, can't wait to see what it's going to be like in the new facility the new the convention center the Wisconsin, this the, year the milwaukee convention center the milwaukee convention well, milwaukee center. city convention center it's a new era for the midwest game very Classic. exciting very exciting yeah well thank you very much for listening to this and for mm-hmm. uh you know indulging us you know getting hyped up for this upcoming thing mm-hmm. i wanted to record this so we would have we would talk about the midwest gaming classic once in march and once in april so we wouldn't just have a month of nothing but midwest gaming classic I so uh, the next uh Next podcast should be something a little bit more um, typical, I guess, of of the feed. Yeah. But uh, but but yeah, I just wanted to talk about the lead up to this and what it's meant to us. Great. Yeah. And hopefully, after we've experienced it, we'll have a wrap up for you, mm-hmm. and hopefully, with some interviews provided. You know, I figure out how to take this recording equipment on the go without it, you know, being a big pain in the butt. So I'm just gonna be carrying around a, a laptop hooked up to a generator. Oh and heavens no! I, I got this. I got this little <laughs> Zoom Zoom H6 gizmo. I'll just if I could find a way to hitch that to a belt buckle, I'd 
feel really good about it, you know, <laughs> just so I wouldn't have to worry about it and a couple SD cards and go to town. So hopefully yeah. we'll have a few interviews, you know, that, that I'll be able to share with people and, and you know, it, it'll be memory machine appropriate. Memory machine on the scene. Ho! Trademark. On the street. You, you can't use that without paying me now. All right. Uh, tweet, tweet on the street. <laughs> says Robin in the Lego Batman movie. <laughs> Have you seen that movie? Yeah. Oh, it's wonderful. It's great. Yeah, um, I loved it. Anyway, so thanks again for listening. We'll be back, uh, you know, in a couple weeks, like we always do, talking about something. I haven't figured it out yet. But thanks again so much for <laughs> With listening. With a tease like that, oh, where can people find you on Twitter? Oh, my on, God. On the old Twitster. Come on, Nate. Oh, boy, I am just. You know I'm, what I call that? Unprofessional. Man, demerits for me. Yeah. So my name is Nate Lockhart. You can follow me at Nate underscore Lockhart. I love mm-hmm. to, to tweet about old video games, old movies, and, and all that kind of stuff. And new and, politics. And, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, how sad I am about the state of the world. <laughs> and sad and angry. Uh, <laughs> mm, man, what a... What a lovely soup Well, that's that a Twitter is. handle you should what, get. What a dish, soup. Dish, sad and angry. Dish the Nate underscore Lockhart is sad and angry. Sad yeah. and angry. That has to be taken. Sad underscore angry. <laughs> um, yeah, boy, what a soup, Twitter soup that is. <laughs> uh, old video games and polit- political anger. You got yourself um, a stew right there. You got, that's right. Uh, where can and we find you? My name is Seth, and you can find me on Twitter at CapAmericonski. Uh, you can uh, look forward to some some upcoming video content. I'm primarily doing video stuff here on the channel. If you weren't already aware, uh, we'll have some new defense theater coming up for you. We'll have that new PlayStation retrospective series that we mentioned, That'll be and really cool. uh, maybe even some new kind of kind of interesting uh, ideas coming out. Me and me and Nate used to uh, make silent films together inspired yeah. by the works of uh, Chaplin and Harold Lloyd and Buster Keaton, and uh, we might be. Bringing that back, bringing that to the channel with a little bit of a geek flavor. Uh, so look forward to, to that at some point. But, uh, yeah, that PlayStation thing will be coming pretty soon. But, uh, yeah, Twitter, Captain Marikonsky. And, of course, you can follow the Geekiverse on all sorts of social media platforms on Twitter at the underscore Geekiverse and uh, Facebook, uh, YouTube, the Geekiverse. We were able to get rid of the underscore and everything except Twitter. Oh. So, oh. yeah, Instagram, Blame. check us out. Yep. And look Definitely. forward to the next day of your life. Because it's right. important to us. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Live every day. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Take, take us out, Nate. Take us out is Laverne and Shirley. Love you, girls. And love you, too. Bye. Bye.